You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today we are going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Maya. So Maya is the co-founder of Koya, and she's also Forbes 30 Under 30. Just an absolute boss-ass bitch. I love very much. So we're so excited to have her today. Fantastic. So Maya, how's it going? It is going, going very well. Uh, Thanks, Mish, for the kind words. I'm glad the sun is shining finally. All I need is for my pool to open. So yeah, (laughs) it's going great. No complaints. Oh, so Maya, tell, tell us here, how, how is your dating life right now? <laughs> well, it used to be non-existent probably up until January. So it, it's going, it's not easy <laughs> with this whole thing because it's long distance, but yeah, it's going, it's, it's still great. Things are great. Does he live in LA? No, he lives in the epicenter. He lives in New York. So oh, we were... No. Yeah, we were seeing each other every 10 days. We were in Chicago when this hit, and then we had to go our separate ways. And it's been, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it's been hard. It's difficult. Well, how, how long have you guys been dating before uh, Corona? I would say since January, because it was kind of like the honeymoon phase still. <laughs> then this hit. So we've been, you know, using a lot of time to get to know each other. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So what would you say is your, your sort of favorite part about the long distance thing? Yeah. Well, I'm a busy entrepreneur and he's a busy entrepreneur. And I, I'm like the type of person that really doesn't like to see my partner like every single day, <laughs> like my space. Um, and then I, I like that we can kind of like schedule the times that we, we talk. And when we do see each other, it makes it that much more exciting because we could spend like three days straight with each other and like get all those feelings in and then like have our break afterwards. I love that. And it's nice too. Cause like, since both of you are entrepreneurs and you're busy, it's like you have such an understanding of each other's world. So I feel like that kind of, cause I feel like if the other person isn't really on that wave, sometimes there's more clashing. Like you're always sometimes going to have your arguments here and there, but I, it's just better when you are like, okay, I get it. You're busy. So am I. A hundred percent. Yeah. No one's feelings are getting hurt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So as a, as a busy entrepreneur, you've got a lot of priorities with, with your business and, and yourself. What was it about this partner that really made you stick around with them? At least, at least give it a shot to say like, all right, I'm going to enter a relationship. Well, yeah, I was not looking to enter a relationship. Actually, I was living my best life single. (laughs) Isn't that always how it works? It's just like the right person comes along. Like he fell out of the sky. They say, don't wait at home for someone to knock on your door, but this one did. (laughs) So uh, I think like with, with him, we immediately like felt the connection, like we knew each other for the longest and it was very easy to talk to him, very easy to relate to him. And I think communication is something I find so hard in dating anyone that they don't communicate at all about their feelings, especially men. 
and I become really reserved too. And I like put up a wall, but when someone's more open to communicate, it kind of helps me also do the same and start caring and think like, Hey, this person's actually serious about like getting to know me versus this whole LA thing of like, you know, dating a person really hot and heavy for a short period of time and then, like, getting distracted by the next hot thing that walks by. <laughs> right. Have you ever, like, being, like, so successful, have you ever felt men were, like, intimidated by you sometimes when they were dating you? Like, if they weren't as successful? Yeah, there's, like, two things that I would run into. I would say there were guys that probably dated me just for just for the idea of me and they didn't really try to take the time to like get to know who I was and like me for me and then there are other people that probably were a little intimidated you know and that showed off like they would be jealous or you know just other little things that you're like oh why why isn't it working out is it me and it's not it's never you <laughs> yeah no totally and then would you usually like when you start catching like those vibes was it usually you kind of the one to end it would it be mutual or vice versa oh i always end it yeah <laughs> like, that's a wrap that's a wrap yeah, <laughs> yeah <Tell> like <laughs> The ego problems. <laughs> Tell us about that. Like, what's your what's your process for that? Like, when it shows up and you just know it, how do you go about it? Yeah, it's just like little red flags. Like, sometimes it's really great when I don't care because I'm just like going along with it. But the moment I start caring, I start snooping and like doing my research and like like I find red flags. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good for long term, you know. And I'm I'm close to thirty two, so I'm really thinking about long term versus short term and just having fun like my priorities are changing so I immediately am like I'll just sabotage it <laughs> pretty much <laughs> let's yeah. just be honest yeah, well, time right, is so now, yeah. now I gotta know what are the red flags for <laughs> Maya man uh neediness is like number one like I think that that's really bad. Being like not really ambitious is a problem for me too not being confident so you can really tell, like a lot of guys, when you first start dating them, they, they put on this, like everyone puts on a front, right. right? So I think over time you start to see the real them and those, that's when the flags come out, like, like weird, weird things, or maybe they have a wandering eye. I look for that too. I'm like, no, like I need to be the center of your universe when you're out with me. Like, you know, just like little things like that, my non-negotiables it might not be other people's non-negotiables, but like they're mine and it's what I need in a relationship to feel secure. And if they're not adding up to that, like if they're not living up to that, then it, it's a red flag and I'm out. Yeah, you're like, why well, put my time into this? Like, you know more and more of what you want by experience. And so it's important to have those standards. Yeah, definitely. All right. So what if they've got a wandering eye, but they're really confident and they're not needy and they just, and they just fit all the other boxes. Okay, well, that's fine. You know what? We can talk about that. <laughs> like I said, go. everything's gonna, everything's a good, like no one's perfect. There's always like that one thing and you're like, well, can I live with this? That's what it is. Like, even with my boyfriend, I was thinking the other day, I was like, he's so great. Like, he's so great in all these areas. And then there's like this one thing that like pisses me off. But I was like, all of this stuff over here is so great. And I can't find that anywhere else that who cares about that one little personality flaw? What is that one little thing? Probably won't change. <laughs> what is it? Now I got to know. <laughs> oh, well, he's like, 
we're both workaholics, but uh, he can be like forgetful sometimes. Or if I like, if I like repeat something, like I expect him to like take it seriously if I repeat something and then he'll just like forget about it or he'll like choose video games over me. Like little stuff. I think it's just like the attentiveness. <laughs> I love it. I remember you posted something about guys having like a PS4 on your story. What was that joke again? I remember that. It's like all, all loyal guys have a PS4. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Guys in their video games, man. <laughs> Right? I'm like, pay attention to me, especially when I'm stressed out. I was like, I need more attention right now. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely not cool with someone. I'm like, you pay attention to me. Like, I don't care how often we hang out. If we're hanging out, you're not playing that game when I'm around. Right? Um, yeah. Well, he's good when we're hanging out. But like the fact that we're long distance now, and can't see each other. Yeah. Like I need a little more attention when I need it. Like the next day, if I get it all, I might not want to hear from him. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But that's so yeah, amazing that. that you can articulate that. I think that's something that a lot of times people just don't know how to articulate. Hey, I actually just need you right now. I need your attention. Yeah. And instead you'll get angry because you're not getting it. And then, yeah, stuff happens. But, passive aggressiveness ends yeah. up happening. I think we've all done that, you know, like oh, yeah. we don't say it right yeah. away. And then like we start acting sassy and then they're like, what the heck? I didn't understand. <laughs> like, what's going on? Just tell me. <laughs> That's exactly how people get into trouble for sure. So it's best to just communicate your feelings in an effective way. 100%. All right. So here's a, here's a direct question for you. How much nookie do you get per week? <laughs> well, are you talking about my single life? <laughs> I don't even want to say that because then I'll get in trouble with my boyfriend. <laughs> Well, let's just say, you like, when we're, hypothetical. When he's, okay, hypothetically, like, when he's in town, we do it, like, every day. <laughs> Except for the last day. For some reason, on the last day, we're always, like, super tired from, like, banging, <laughs> like, three times a day. <laughs> and then we're like, why didn't we bang the last night? And, yeah, hypothetically, like, when I was single, I'd always have somebody on, on deck, like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> someone passed the time. Awesome. So tell, tell us, uh, you know, this is still a, a new, a new thing. You guys are in your honeymoon phase. So tell us a fun story that, that you and your partner shared, you know, it could be recent, it could be Corona related. It could be just, you know, one of the cool adventures you had. <laughs> I'm like immediately thinking of like a bad sex story, which is really funny. Share it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Do it. We want to know. Give us the dirt. Yeah, it might be like too dark. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'd hate you for it if you said it? <laughs> no, I was just like, huh, what can I? I'm like, I'm trying to think of like an appropriate one, but I really, really can't. So we've had like a great, oh yeah, I mean like on our first date, it was really interesting. Something he doesn't know about our first date is that he is actually flying in from, I think Miami, because he was there for a long time and he like, really wanted to coordinate with me, coordinate a date. And I was coming in from out of town and uh, I was actually coming from New York and it was like my plane landed at 8 PM. And I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to meet up with this guy like at night, like right after a plane. So oddly enough, like during that day, I was like drinking a lot, like for some reason, like day drinking, like in the airport, which I never do. So he doesn't know this, but I was like really like heavy drinks in. Like when we first met, <laughs> hold, like, do you hold it well? Like, can you like can people not I really tell so well. when you? Yeah, I think. Oh yeah, I hold it so well. So he would he would have never known, but it just kind of it was like that social lubricant I needed. And it's like after we met, we met at a uh, Laurel 
hardware. We had a couple of drinks there. So I had more drinks. And then, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, like a couple of my friends are across the street. And we go to employees only across the street. And it's like 15 of his friends. I'm like, and it's like cousin. I'm like, what? Like way to throw me in a ring of fire. And then there's more drinks. And that's how our date lasted over 24 hours. <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds like a fun first date, though. Did you did, ask, did you like all of his friends and his cousin? Yeah, they were all great. There, it, it was a great time. It was so funny because like a week later, I saw a girl that was in our group, and she's like, "Oh my god, hey!" Was, she's like, "Remember me?" She's like, "The cab ride was so fun." I'm like, "I don't remember." Right. <laughs> oh, man. That's definitely happened to all of us. And Chicago, I know Chicago when you you know how to rally. I swear, it's like Chicago teaches people how to rally day to night hard but yeah, yeah it's, it's great I think it was like a great icebreaker for us for me to be kind of just like super relaxed and it probably helped him be super relaxed and we were able to kind of take it from there beautiful all right so this is a fun question that, that you know it sounds like you're you're in a good spot right now but if you could wave like a magic wand and have any dating life that you would want it could be with this partner it could be it could be with a different partner, maybe a mystery partner. What what would that that dating life look like? Oh man, I keep going back and forth on this. Right, a dating life, not marriage life, but dating life. We'd be traveling a shit ton and just like have no worries and like literally like staying at the best Airbnbs all around the world. <laughs> I think that would be the ideal. No stress, just able to like enjoy ourselves and learn together. Like learn about art and culture and good food. I think that's a dream. Amazing. Mish, do you want to take this last one? Yeah. All right. So if you could give advice to your younger self, what would it be? Be a little little more selective. Stop choosing crazy guys because you know they're not going to lock you down. <laughs> <laughs> but still have a lot of fun. I think like the in the in the past, it was like, I'm going to choose like, the craziest guy in the world, like, because he's unique and he's awesome. Right. <laughs> and I can save him. No, you can't. They're, they're messed up for a reason. So that's what the advice I would give my, my younger self. It's just like, just stay away. <laughs> awesome. We are moving towards wrapping up here. So we've got a fun little section. We're going to ask you some very rapid fire questions. Some of these may get a little dirty. And we just want to hear your opinion, thoughts on the subject. So it could be anything from like, you know, street corn to politics so yeah you ready yeah all right if you had to bang a politician living or dead who would it be Cuomo <laughs> <laughs> and why <laughs> he's kind of hot dude. he's got that hot like Italian like strong manly sense yeah I like it <laughs> all right poly relationships uh-uh no I mean it's fun when you're just like dating for fun but not for a serious relationship long-term. All right. Do you prefer to take control or be submissive? Submissive, but submissive, but still have an underlying control. Like I get the final say. (laughs) So you're a switch. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you big spoon or little spoon? I have been big spoon, but I like little spoon. (laughs) All right. Is cereal soup? Cereal soup. When you're drinking the milk, just as long as they have enough sugar in the bottom of it. <laughs> okay, if you were an alien and you could abduct any person on Earth, who would you abduct and why? Trump to get him the hell out of here. Like, just <laughs> zoom him somewhere else. Like, maybe probe him a little bit. Like, why does your brain... Oh, it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> All 
You ever farted in an elevator or yoga class? Ooh, I've almost passed out in a yoga class. <laughs> if, I, if I have to fart, I'll just like have to suck it in and deal with having a gut for a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> suck it in. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite phrase to say when you're talking dirty? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck <laughs> me, daddy. <laughs> or like something aggressive, like an aggressive demand. <laughs> Like, choke me hard. Like, it was just like, like being slapped. <laughs> All right. So what's the craziest place you ever had sex? A park, like an open park, restaurant, bathroom, a movie theater. Oh, wow. <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> My friend's bathroom during a party. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, I think we are, we are getting close to wrapping up here. So Maya, it's been amazing on the show. So if you could just give one last thing. So say that, you know, I hope everything works out with, with the relationship you're in, but you know, what would your advice be for someone that wants to just connect with you? Oh, you can DM me, slide into DMs. I might not respond. (laughs) Maya J French. (laughs) Fantastic. Cool. All right. Well, it has been a blast. Thank you so much, Maya. It's, it was a pleasure to get into this. Thank chat you. With you. Thank you, guys. Cool. All right. And for those of you listening out there, be sure to rate the show. Leave us a review. Even if you hate the show, leave us some feedback so we can grow. Your feedback is very important for us. And if you want to be featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com backslash single to introduce yourself. We need more great singles and people in relationships like yourself to keep the show going. So please don't be shy and stay safe. Talk dirty, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe, talk dirty, and we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.